welcome to part two of Penn Weekly. And, uh, you know, let's go ahead and move on into a new part of the podcast. Uh, right now, we're going to go ahead and uh, do Oscar talk. And we're going to go ahead and talk about the Academy Awards. And in this, um, the gimmick for this uh, awards talk is, you know, I've seen Harry. I've seen all the uh, movies. Well, Sun has seen all the trailers. And we could go ahead and uh, guess <laughs> who or what's going to win <laughs> by, the, by virtue of that. Yeah. And uh, we'll go ahead and see how we do uh, next Sunday when the awards uh, are awarded. So let's go ahead and start this off. Um, you know, we'll just go ahead and uh, take a look at the dig. The dig awards this year. And uh, the technical stuff, do we really care about that? I'm sure it's important and prestigious, but I don't have an interest in it I, uh, particularly. <laughs> uh, Alright, we'll just go ahead and start with the big ones. Um, first of all, we're going to start off with the Best writing screenplay based on a material previously produced or published. And here are the nominees. Fargo, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Life of Pi, Lincoln, and Silver Linings Playbook. And, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and go for you with the first, um, guess here. Uh, knowing, <laughs> this is probably the first time you, you, you've learned that these movies are actually from a previous source material, so. <laughs> From right. <the> <laughs> right. What do you think? The fortunate thing is I've, I've actually heard of these titles before, so. <laughs> I'm going to go, <laughs> based on the trailers, I'm going to go with Silver Linings Playbook as the oh, yeah. of this category. Uh, you know, you you picked a good choice. Uh, it is really good, snappy dialogue, and um, really introspective. So uh, it was written by David O. Russell, and he's a wonderful filmmaker as well. So for me, um, I personally uh, will go – I'm wanting to go Silver Linings, but since you picked it, I'm going to go ahead and go with Argo. Oh, this isn't like a – Price is right, where you can't pick the same showcase. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it was, it's really tough. It's actually a really tough one. Um, and without giving away too much about these movies, because you haven't seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen them, so. <laughs> yeah, the Beast of Southern Wild. Um, you know, it, I, it's hard for me to imagine that one being, you know, uh, winning, but still. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's move on. Uh, next category, best writing screenplay written directly for the screen. Nominees are Amor, Django Unchained, Flight, Moonrise Kingdom, and Zero Dark Thirty. Ooh, I like this category. I, you know, for me, it's going to be between Django Unchained and Zero Dark Thirty. Mm-hmm. Has, how many? Has, how many has Tarantino won? Uh, yeah. Original screenplays. 
I don't think he's won any. Well, and then I think uh, he's not going to win another one. He's not going to win this one either. I think he's going to – I think uh, – I'm going to go with – Wait, wait. Oh, wait. You know, he actually won for Pulp Fiction. My mistake. Yeah, I figured he won one. I didn't know if he won one or two. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty, Mark Boyle. Uh, I think Mark he Boyle, won yeah. for – for Hurt Locker as well. Let's see. Yeah, he did win for Hurt Locker as well. So, yeah, they are the two favorites. Um, I think I'm going to go with the underdog, you know, Wes Anderson in Moonrise Kingdom. I actually haven't seen the film, but you know, uh, Wes Anderson's been one of those uh, underdog stories all year long, and a lot of people have been dying to give him praise uh, for his work. So and he's been a part of a lot of different uh, wonderful films. So people, are, I think, are going to look to give him the award. All right, and uh, let's go ahead and Maybe. go into the uh, supporting roles. Supporting roles for an actor. Uh, best supporting role for an actor. Nominees are Alan Arkin in Argo, Robert De Niro for Silver Life's Playbook, Philip Seymour Hoffman for The Master, Tommy Lee Jones and Lincoln, and Christoph Waltz for Django Unchained. All previous winners of Academy Awards. I don't remember Tommy Lee Jones in the Lincoln trailer, so I I don't really have much to judge him on uh, for that one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think he just stares off in the trailer with a full beard. He's he's hardly recognizable. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't have a feel of his performance um, because uh, his his trailer presence was not memorable. Uh, so I'm not. <laughs> uh, and all of these are previous winners. I will yeah. go with Christoph Christoph Waltz for Jank Unchained. Oh, you know he's he was probably my favorite performance out of these nominees. Um, Alan Larkin pretty much did the same thing he did in uh, Little Miss Sunshine. I, I couldn't, yeah, I just couldn't tell if he was dead or not. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prequel. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I feel like the Academy wants to reward Robert De Niro. But I'm going to go with my favorite uh, performance of the year, Christoph Waltz. So uh, we'll go ahead and match up on that. Um, and then let's go ahead and move on. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role. The nominees are Amy Adams in The Master, Sally Field for Lincoln, Anne Hathaway for Les Miserables, Helen Hunt for The Sessions, and Jackie Weaver for Silver Linings Playbook. All of these performances are, I, I, you know, I didn't even know Helen Hunt was still making movies, I'll be honest. Um, you know, The Session is actually a pretty big indie film. Uh, a lot of people are upset that the uh, you remember Blue Streak, uh, the guy Eddie that falls off the uh, building? The oh yeah, he was in it. Yeah, he just started in X Files episodes once called uh, the Law Group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's actually um, everyone's really upset he was snubbed for the movie The Sessions, and that would have if he got nominated this year, uh, he would have been two years of. Uh, two years in a row nominated for an Academy Award. I 
I had no idea this guy from Blue Streak would be such a prolific actor, but uh, his name is John Hawks, by the way, uh, if you didn't know. But uh, last year he was in uh, Winner's Bone, and he did a really good job in that film, so I was a little surprised he wasn't nominated. But, um, yeah, good old Eddie. His best death performance for an actor <laughs> in a comedy by uh, Mark, sorry, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, anyway, hi, Perry. <laughs> yeah, Helen Hunt, yeah, that's the session. It's a, it's a popular uh, indie film. Anyways, um, uh, you have time to watch the session uh, <laughs> trailer? <laughs> I, I did not, uh, but I'm going to go with Anne Hathaway in this category. Oh, yeah, Anne Hathaway, big favorite. Um, what do you think of her singing in the trailer? It was good. (laughs) I would say it's passable. It wasn't anything extraordinary, but it wasn't anything bad either. So, good job. Uh, I guess. I guess. I guess you have to look at the context. I mean, there was just that four-minute scene. Apparently, uh, yeah, the entire theater was in tears. Um, I wasn't, but uh, other people were. So, big favorite coming in. I'd be surprised if she didn't win. And then uh, let's go ahead to the lead performances. Uh, best performance by an actor in a leading role. Nominees are Bradley Cooper for Silver Linings Playbook, Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln, Hugh Jackman for Les Miserables, Joaquin Phoenix for The Master, and Denzel Washington for Flight. Oh, I thought uh, I thought Hugh Jackman was nominated for Wolverine. I... <laughs> Watched the wrong trailer. <laughs> uh, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> my my pick for this category is going to be Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln. Ah, yes, he is um, the heavy favorite as always. Uh, whenever he's in this category, and I actually am going to go Daniel Day Lewis as well. He's he's just such a wonderful actor, and um, yeah. It's just incredibly convincing as uh, an honest age. So uh, I was a little surprised to see uh, Joaquin Phoenix friend for the master. Um, you know, that's one movie I didn't feel like watching uh, because uh, it just seems uh, like a really boring movie about cults. So I, I wanted to avoid it. <laughs> well, there was it had a lot of Oscar buzz in the summer, but that's the problem with sometimes releasing your movies too early in Oscar season it gets thrown by the wayside. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was hoping to see Christian Bale in there too. For Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Michael Caine for Alfred. He should have, should have yeah. made it. You should, I, you know, it's it travesty. Complete travesty. I guess the big, well, it's a really big snub though that, the Dark Knight Rises didn't even get a nomination for any of the uh, technical awards either, which is really surprising. Uh, I guess people weren't impressed by the football stadium blowing up. Uh, Heinz Ward took away too much from from the scene, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, no one was impressed by that. Uh, it was just too unbelievable, I guess. Well, you should give him some credit for making uh, Heinz Ward look like he's running fast. 
<laughs> I should get three Oscars for that. <laughs> uh, possibly the slowest wide receiver in the last five years. <laughs> I can't believe how I can't believe Heinz Ward outran uh, a football field came to the ground. Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess that's probably the, the most uh, Oscar-worthy moment of the as far as technical aspects go in that movie. That <laughs> is, is that the Oscar snub for best supporting actor Heinz uh, Ward? Big snub, yeah, big snub. He, he played a person who could run fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, look at the actresses uh, for best actress in the leading role. Jessica Chastain for Zero Dark Thirty. Jennifer Lawrence for Silver Lining's Grey Book. Emmanuel Riva for Amour. Kavana uh, Hanze Wallis for Visa Southern Wild. Now what for the impossible? I am going to go with Jennifer Lawrence for Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, you know, she's also a big favorite coming in, and uh, she was just uh, extremely super charismatic in this movie, so I wouldn't be surprised if she won. Um, also, also uh, you know, this Kobenahane Mowali, I have no idea how to say her name, but I can't believe she I she did a great job in this role for Beast of Southern Wild. It just I'm so surprised that this person at the time she was five years old. I I did not also know if she was a man a boy or a girl for the first twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but Oh that's what they call uh, that's what they call acting. But <laughs> I was um it was just a... Uh, Interesting to see somebody so young get nominated, and and uh, I guess her, <laughs> according to production, that she was bribed with pizza <laughs> during takes. <laughs> so, so I guess that's what all it takes to list a category, a cat-nominated performance in bribing pizza. I'm just not sure why Artie Lang is in, in this uh, being nominated for Best Actor every year. Oh, low blow. <laughs> yeah, she she probably won't win anyway. She, I mean, the Academy probably thinks she has many years ahead of her. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, for me, uh, it's a tough, tough um, choice between Jessica Chastain and Jennifer Lawrence. Um you know, my heart says Jennifer Lawrence, but my brain says Jessica Chastain. Um, so we're just going to go ahead for Jennifer Lawrence. It's her year. She's been sweeping most of the awards. And and uh, it was a really wonderful performance. And uh, I guess I guess he right now is probably the hottest uh, actress right now, star-wise potential. There's just so many uh, pressure films and there's Yes, getting so much critical acclaim for everything she does. Right, and she has a she has a franchise already, so. Oh yeah, X Men. Oh, and Hunger Games. Oh, and Hunger Games, X Men and Hunger Games. Two franchises. Oh, she has two franchises. An Academy, two Academy Awards nominations. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, and a wonderful TV career on the Bruce Engvall show. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote <laughs> probably the highlight of her career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, uh, I wonder if Bruce Engvall is going to get the uh, Academy Awards. <laughs> he be. I hope he's a hanger on out there. <laughs> <laughs> they should have him post. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Um, all right, so let's go ahead to the two big ones. Uh, dr- uh, best director of the year, and here are the nominees: Michael Haneke for Amor, Ang Lee for License Pie, David O. Russell for Silver Linings Playbook. Steven Spielberg for Lincoln and Ben Vetlin for Beast of Southern Wild. You know, I think I don't know who the favorite is. I, I've heard it's Steven Spielberg, but I'm going to go with David O. Russell winning this award. Wow. Surprise. Big surprise. I'm surprised too. Um, my first thought was really, it was a really good movie. And then, and then uh, after, you know, three months of thinking about it, and then you just, you think it's, you know, a, this, this could be the first ever best director for uh, romantic comedy. I, it's it's hard to believe. <laughs> so, uh, do they give awards for that, that type of uh, genre movie? It, it'll be interesting to see. I think Spielberg's in the, uh, in the lead for just such a big film. Ugh, it's tough. Well, well uh, Annie Hall did win Best Director and Best Picture. Um, Woody Allen movie. Uh, probably a romantic comedy. Oh, Annie Hall. Category. Yeah, Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Uh, Casablanca? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um it's tough. It's tough. I wish. I really wish uh, Catherine Bigelow was in this. Um, was nominated or Ben Affleck because I would have given it to Ben Affleck if he was in it, which could happen. There is a write-in um, section of private on the ballot, so if enough people wrote in Ben Affleck, he could win. Oh, that's a that's a far shot. Uh, it's going to be yeah. like. Uh... Reminds me of when, uh, in Brewster's Million, when <laughs> Richard Pryor tells us to vote none of the above. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't even want to, I don't even want to give uh, an award to anybody in here, you know. It's just, oh, but if, but if you had to, who would you give it to? Uh, if I had to, I'd probably give it to Lincoln. Uh, Stephen Spielberg Lincoln. Okay, yeah, I think that's who's going to win, but... Well, is he your favorite? I, I think he is, right? Yeah, I, I mean... And these seven wives also really wonderful to come to, so... Uh, yeah, and the thing is, as far as all the indicators go, Ben Affleck's been winning all the indicators of who's going to win Best Director. So... And he's not in the category. So... You got... If somebody else is not named Ben Affleck is going to win, obviously, and I would say David O. Russell. Yeah, which I guess he's kind of do since uh, he's been in a while. So let's go ahead and go to best motion picture of the year. Um, 
you know, it's it's a big hit on the on the on the wallet to watch all these movies. Uh, ten nominees, and usually I have to pay for both for two people per movie. So it's this is very expensive. The Academy yeah. <laughs> once it's spent. Anyways, here are the nominees. I think there's only nine. Is there nine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here are the nominees. Amor, Argo, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Miserables, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. And, uh, what do you have here? I have, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. I think they, they go together a lot of times. Best Director, Best Director. I think this time they'll, they'll do it. The combo. If not, they'll, just, I, if, if they don't do it that way, obviously, it's gonna be, I think it'll be split. Silver Lining Playbook wins Best Picture and Spielberg wins Lincoln. Or, or Lincoln wins Best Picture or Dave Russell wins Best Director. I think that's what, one of those three possibilities are gonna happen. Or maybe, mm. yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. I don't know though. Maybe Lincoln will win both. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many, I don't know how many times you've seen Silver Lines paper trailer, but it sounds like you're really impressed by it. Oh uh, yeah, it's a it's a good trailer. <laughs> really, uh, I actually haven't seen the trailer yet. I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen it all the way through either. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. I'm just going by word of mouth. Uh, people seem to like it. It's been in the uh, box office top five for. I don't know, 13, 14 weeks in a row. Um, right. A lot of people seem to love it, love the story. I think it's going to be successful in the award show. But I might be wrong. Like I, uh, like you, we've discussed, I have not seen any of these movies, so I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Not, not really good, not really basing on merit. <laughs> um, that is... You know, it was it was a really fun film, and once I think one preview I saw before I saw the movie was Bradley Cooper in the trash bag, and that just did not make any sense to me. <laughs> so if I was you and I just saw that, I, I probably would have just written off the movie Bradley Cooper in the <laughs> trash bag. Oh, I do not see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I still saw that, but yeah, uh, for me. My favorite film of the year of these uh, nine nominees would be Argo, was my favorite film. And is it the best film? Mm, technically, uh, dramatically, performance-wise. Uh, uh, maybe not technically, but performance-wise and, uh, and story-wise. And with the trails and thrills and, uh, you know, what you learn about, uh, the situations out there. It was a really fun movie for me to watch. So I'm going to go Argo. When the, uh, hopefully that's what happens. I'll be rooting for Argo. And a few of them I'm, I'm surprised that they were nominated, but I can see why they were. I won't tell you just because <laughs> I won't tell you just because I might give it away. But <laughs> okay, right. 
Uh, do you think Ben Affleck should have, would, should have deserved a Best Actor nomination for that movie? Um, no, uh, no, I don't think so because he he looks too much like Ben Affleck, and uh, you know you always you, when you watch it you always it, he has a beard and, and really long hair, but you still could recognize him and just keep thinking Reindeer Games and Paycheck, so it's it's hard. So. To separate him from uh, the character he's playing. Uh, I like Paycheck. That's the one with the <laughs> where he, he's a reverse engineer, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a reverse engineer. <laughs> I like that. I actually like that one. Um, <laughs> also directed by John John Woo. Um, interestingly enough, <laughs> I like that one. Um, I think I think Changing Lanes. Oh, I mean that was a. Okay, no, no, I think of that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. Or Daredevil. <laughs> oh, that's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen for sure. <laughs> top, top ten worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's Daredevil, really bad. Oh, movie. It, it was it was completely awful. And I tried watching it the other day, and I, and I was like. People were actually serious. <laughs> you know, you think people are like making this as a practical joke, but no, Ben Affleck was like so serious in this movie. It was just, it was just so sad. <laughs> yeah, he had a bad haircut in that movie too, but I, I guess his character was blind, so, well, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think so. He's the top. Yeah, I think, I think if Argo wins Best Picture, Ben Affleck and George Clooney get a, an Oscar. That's true. That's true. They will. So they'll both they'll both get another Oscar than that they already have. They both are previous winners. So um, that would be good for them. And uh, yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. I actually had super high expectations for that one, but um, I think I just knew too much about the source material before I saw the movie. It's kind of like uh, watching Ali. I just knew too much. So if you have, if you don't know anything about it, then uh, it'd probably be really enjoyable. I know very little about it. <laughs> oh, then you would, then you would, then you would be very enlightening. <laughs> I just, I just read that much about it when it, when it all happened. You know, I, to tell the truth, um, I try to avoid movies, like positive movies, you know, things like that. You know, I still like spoilers too much. Um, all the nominated movies for Best Picture this year, I don't know anything about their plots. Um, oh, except Le- except Les Mis, that's a remake. I've seen the, I saw the Liam Neeson version. And, oh, which is very good. <laughs> yeah, and Lincoln, I guess. I know he, I know he's a president in Civil War, and he, and he is assassinated. But I, I don't know anything about the plot, and I don't know anything between that movie. Other than that, so, you know, Zero Dark Thirty, very little, Life of Pi, heard it's on a boat, I don't know anything about else, you know, Tiger. Uh, what about uh, Amor? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go through these movies. Uh, what do you know about Amor? Uh, it's French, right? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Arjo? <laughs> uh... 
uh, based on a true story, I, I'm supposing, or true events made in the either late 70s, 80s. Uh, it's, it's a period piece. That's about it. Maybe in Israel? I don't know. I think that's all I got. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, knew, I actually knew the story pretty well actually going into Argo. But, um, oh, let's still <laughs> I didn't, there was a lot of things I didn't know about them. But, uh, these sounds are something wild. Oh, you know, I, zero. I know nothing about this movie. Foreign. <laughs> no, it's not foreign. <laughs> oh, no idea. I, um, came out. Came out like in April. That's that's, that's about it. <laughs> I actually heard about it. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, Christina Jones, she saw it. And she told me about it. Um, no, I've heard about it. I heard about it a long time ago, and I heard that it was good enough to be an Oscar-worthy film. But I, I don't know anything about it. Plot-wise. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew. I knew. I knew a little about like like the setting. And what it's about, but um, <laughs> oh, I, nothing. Uh, I think it's because what I think of the I, movie, I, I think of, I think it's like about uh, like African uh, uh, landscape with like wild boars, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should watch it. It's good. Uh, I liked it. No, I liked it. I'll watch. I'll watch all these movies eventually. I'll get to them. I usually do watch all, all the Oscar nominee movies, but I never watch them in time because they're not on DVD yet. Maybe this year I'll watch them all before the awards show. I mean, the 2014 awards. Um, but this year, usually I I usually get to them, but or most of them. But I usually also don't know what they're about. Almost <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. Okay, uh, next one is Django Unchained. Okay, I do know a little bit more. Uh, it's about a revenge movie, Slaves. Um, Jimmy Fox is like a slave, a free slave, or he escapes slave and gets revenge. That's that's about it. Okay. Um, it's it's also the the movie. Oh, actually, I shouldn't even tell you this. Uh, well, let's just move on. Uh, Les Mis, of course. You know, you've seen the, the Liam Neeson version, and uh, you've probably read the book by Victor Hugo. So you probably, probably know the one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know the the story of it. The thing is, I've never seen the musical version or listened to the soundtrack, so I don't know any songs from Les Mis. Yeah, the funny <laughs> thing is, I've never heard the music or seen a musical before I seen this movie, and people thought I was crazy. Like, you know, my first experience with Les Mis was uh, Liam Neeson's version, and, and people were like, "You mean you've never heard the music?" And people were like, "This is this movie's only uh, popular because of the play." I was like, oh, "This this was a book it written in the 1800s, one of the most popular books of all time." So, um, yeah. So some people actually think the musical's the most popular thing. Well, it might be, at least in our generation, or, or this generation, I should say. Yeah, but yeah, I've seen our generation uh, behind us. Uh, y or Z, one of the, one of the two. Um, yeah, I, I, I know the plot, but I, yeah, Taking of Phantom, I don't know any music 
from Phantom the Opera, um, surprisingly, or maybe not so surprisingly. Oh, have you seen the movie? No, I, I don't even know the plot. Is the Phantom a good guy or a bad guy? Oh, he's an anti-hero. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know. Okay. I'd actually, actually, it, it, it depends on the interpretation of the Phantom, but actually the music in Phantom of the is really good. Oh, I, yeah, I don't think, I'm sure it's really good. I'm just saying, I just, I don't know, I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> oh, uh, what, what's another one like that? Uh, Wicked. I, I, I'm familiar with one or two songs in Wicked, but um, that's about it. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and move on. Life of Pi. You know, I actually read the back of the book, so I kind of know what it's about. But uh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I other than that, that's all I, all the exposure I've had to it. <laughs> the back of the book. Um, yeah. This is before uh, the you know, this is before the movie was coming out, though. I read the back of the book and. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I actually, when I first saw the trailer for it, I, uh, or when I first saw the uh, poster for it, you know, there was a tiger and an Indian boy, and I, I thought this Indian boy was uh, shrunk. Because <laughs> the poster made it look like uh, this boy was like a, a part of the Indian in the cupboard storyline. He's so small looking. <laughs> but I, I don't think that's the case. Oh, yeah, I don't think that's, you know, even I know that wasn't the case. <laughs> All right, moving on, Lincoln, um, uh, do you know it's about the 16th president of the United States? I do, yes, and, uh, okay. About his, I'm guessing it's about his life. Probably, we'll see. And it's Silver Linings? I know, I don't know anything about this movie. Zero. Zero? Uh, I mean, you're just giving uh, this to me. <laughs> the greatest movie of all time. This is my favorite movie that I've not seen a, or heard a single thing about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about the plot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you a single thing. <laughs> uh, well. um, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't even guess. <laughs> it's about a guy who's uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, you should you should check it out. Um, it's probably my second favorite movie of the year. Um, and then Zero Dark Thirty. What's, what's your take on that one? Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess it's about the. Well, I heard it's about the assassination of Bin Laden. I think I've heard of a controversial scene in the movie. Um, and that's about it. Oh, yeah. You know, I really wish they didn't they didn't start that controversial, you know, stuff saying that it's so controversial. Because, you know, it really isn't. There's, there's nothing in that movie you haven't seen in the movie before or you haven't seen something worse than 24. So it is really just... Really just not, uh, it's a non-story. Okay, yeah, that's, that's about it. That and like, people were critical that there was confidential information in, in the movie. I, I, I don't know. Other than that, I don't know anything about the movie. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I was expecting uh, some guy's face to be opened up with a chainsaw, but um, that that did not happen. <laughs> oh, oh well, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> I mean, that's because uh, I just kept hearing about this controversy. I was like, what really happened? But uh, you've been watching too many Saw movies. <laughs> I think I just watched uh, Looper and The Expendables back to back after seeing the. the <laughs> yeah, that might do. <laughs> I was expecting something different. So. All right. Well, all right. So it looks like it's going to be a fun Oscar year. Uh, a lot of fun movies this year. I think it was a better lot than last year's movies. And um, you could go ahead and catch the Academy Awards on Sunday. What was your most favorite film of this year, uh, including non-Oscar-nominated titles? Uh, it's a tough one. Um, you know, I have to go ahead and uh, take a look at the movies I've rated. Well, maybe next time if you get an answer, then. I actually wrote down a top ten list, and a lot of the nominated movies are in it. Um, movies that aren't in it, the in my top ten. Uh, one of them being Looper. I really liked Looper a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I actually have seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, we talked about it, anyway. I think so, yeah. Looper is a really good one. Um, yeah, I really liked uh I didn't know where that TK stuff was going, but it finally made sense towards the middle of the, towards the, end of the movie. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was Kane is a really good atmospheric future. It's a really good uh, time travel movie, I should say. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I like how Bruce Willis is like, we can, uh, we can be drawn straws and strings and try to figure this all out, but it doesn't matter. Oh, my God, that's my favorite part of time travel. <laughs> all right, it's just uh, so, uh, We could talk about it, but uh, it's not. <laughs> Let, let, let me tell you the rules, you know. I just wanted a 30-minute section of us telling, telling me the rules of time travel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, also not nominated is uh, 21 Jump Street. I like that a lot. Yeah, that was a good, solid movie, solid comedy. Probably the best comedy of the year. Yeah, best comedy of the year. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I like that one a lot. No, uh, right. no mention of the the Avengers. Oh yeah, the Avengers. Yeah, that one that one's definitely in my top ten. That's probably my favorite movie this year, uh, 2012. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. You know, watching it a second time, you you realize it shouldn't be nominated for Best Picture, but the first time watching it, you're like, oh, this this should win. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think I ever went that, that far, but yeah. No, even the second time I watched it, I enjoyed it, but I, I never at any point I thought they should win a, an Oscar for Best Picture. <laughs> um, I think I did uh, when the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, this, this is the best movie for sure. I can't imagine anything be better. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uh, that everything turned out pretty good. All right, and uh, I guess that's our movie uh, end of year list. Um, and uh, all right, I think that's our podcast. Uh, Son, you got anything to plug? I don't. I don't have anything to plug this week. Uh, I did see Die Hard and Identity right. Thief. Identity Thief this week uh, or these past two weeks, I should say. Um, Die Hard was. An interesting movie. Very, very provocative. Um, no, it, Die Hard 1 was probably better. <laughs> uh, yeah, considered the greatest action movie of all time. Oh, uh, yeah, it's pr- probably better than the Die Hard 5 or A Good Day to Die Hard. So. But, you know, I like... <laughs> I've seen... Uh, I, I saw uh, the free and Die Hard in opening weekend, so I decided, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in this in, in this Die Hard, I have a question. Uh, does Does John McClane destroy a tank with a baseball bat? <laughs> no, I think you're thinking Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, no, he doesn't do that. <laughs> uh, I I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened in a movie. <laughs> He does. He does put on a jetpack and fly uh, the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> uh, just kidding. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. Uh, but maybe the next one will do that. I believe you. I believe you. No, <laughs> uh, he gets to Russia by jetpack. Uh. <laughs> no, I think he takes a plane. Something has to be based on reality. <laughs> yeah, I'd say maybe twenty percent of things are based on reality in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but that's that's about it. That's all I have to say about that without giving away too much. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, uh, awesome. So uh, let's go ahead. Um, thanks. Thanks for. Uh, jumping in here and I guess we'll see you all next week. Thank you.